nothing in here. What do you mean there's nothing in there? Like, there's no information in here. What is this? This is garbage. Whatever. I started the recording, by the way. When? A couple seconds ago. I don't know. Okay, cool. Cool. You know you know how Dave likes to do his whole, like, static? You like, shh. So I figured just let you spitball for a minute and throw something in. <laughs> You're just going to let me keep talking about him? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Short Leash. I have no idea if this is the first episode, the second episode, the third. We're recording a couple of these. What I do know is that... This outline, it says number two. On that outline? Well, I didn't make that outline, and I'm going to protest if this is number two. This should be number three. This is a Geek on a Leash series that covers reviews and topics that aren't covered in the regular podcast episodes of Geek on a Leash. It's of me and my guest host, co-host, reluctant co-host, <laughs> the chill penguin himself, Ben Martinez. And uh, to be here, kind of. Yeah. Well, listen, I got rum. You've got something, probably. Whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah, whiskey. So whiskey and rum. It'll be some fun. We're going to talk about uh, the fifth element today. And the fifth element... Uh, of course, naturally, we're a little late to the party, but last year was the 25th year anniversary on May 9th of 2020. Movie had been out for 25 years, and it's crazy that it has been out that long. But this movie was a staple of my childhood. And honestly, I'm going to say, in hindsight, watching it, uh, I don't think this should have been a staple in my childhood. I'm pretty sure I snuck watching this every time because I know the movies I was allowed to watch, and this would not have made that cut. Like, watching through it again, and I've seen it as an adult, don't, don't get me wrong, but watching through it again, like, recently, I was like, wow, this is uh, yeah, this is a movie. Yeah, you know? this- and there were things that I, that I caught, um, or that I kind of appreciated about it that I, I wouldn't have until recently. Uh, this movie was produced by Luke Besson, the cast, of course, Bruce Willis, Mila Jovovich, Chris Tucker, and Gary, the old man himself. And one thing I... Our favorite Commissioner Gordon. Our favorite. <laughs> Ooh. One thing that I noticed that I did not realize before, in the opening crawl, it said that, uh, I believe his name is Mark Sarah. It's either Sarah or Sarah or whatever, but he did the the soundtrack for this movie. And he also did my one of my five favorite movie soundtracks of all time, which is GoldenEye soundtrack. And I thought, and I was like, this has got to have the most nighty sounding stuff, and there's got to be something. And you know, in the GoldenEye soundtrack, whenever James is sneaking around, you hear it almost sounds like an echoey little, like 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 some like a pipe hitting like an empty pot or something. that same sound effect is no, I'm not getting into that. That same sound effect. Is in this movie soundtrack, so I was just like, I was like, that is hilarious. It's just super nighty sounding. No, I, I did like the soundtrack too, and I did take note of it. And it honestly kind of gave me Cowboy Bebop vibes. There were certain scenes where I was like, this is the choice they're going with. This is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. There was certain like there's like they had, like certain tracks almost had like kind of this funky beat to it. Like like some I think swear. One had like almost a reggae beat. It was very, very 90s, very strange. Mm-hmm. But I I did uh, randomly appreciate the soundtrack more this time. I'd say it's been it's been years since I've seen this movie. 
mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen yeah, it. It's been a minute. Yeah, like you said, I've seen it as an adult, but it has been years. And starting off with this movie when they're like 1914 and there's there, you know, you got old. Aziz, light. <laughs> I thought, first of all, I thought it was hilarious that his assistant that didn't care is drawing like the crappiest looking boat on his sketch pad you've ever seen in your life. And then all of a sudden, when the good aliens show up with the message in about five seconds after seeing him, he draws the, like this super de- detailed portrait of all of them in stag- staggered line. I'm just like, where did that come from? My whole thing is, which first of all, these ancient ancient aliens, uh-huh. right? I don't know about you, but every time I see them, all I can think about is, hey, it's the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I drink rum right when you said that? You, th- I kind of waited for you to take a sip, honestly. Basically, let's just cover plot real quick, all right? Like, I think it's just important to address and we should probably, you know, I don't think there's, we'll give away too many super spoilers. If you haven't seen the fifth element at this point, you haven't seen this movie and it's 25 years, almost we're closer to 26 years at this point. Like stop the podcast, go watch the movie and choose whether you want to listen to us later. Pause the podcast, not stop choice words, Ben. I did think uh, real quick. I thought I ain't getting paid for this. So I did think it was funny. You're not supposed to give that away, right? Uh, <laughs> Am I supposed to be? Are you getting paid for this? Anyway, so what I know, <laughs> so what I noticed first of all, I'm going to just address this. What, like we mentioned up top, um, it is rated PG-13 for intense sci-fi violence, some sexuality, and brief nudity. That nudity ain't brief, all right. And I know the nudity; it's not sexualized. It's just like. Oh, this person is in a pod. They're unconscious. But I was like, I was like, huh, I forgot about that. Okay, interesting. Um, the second note, though, that I wanted to say is just, I, I thought it was interesting, the, the budget on this movie. It was a $93 million budget for this movie, and it all went into terrible 90s CGI. Honestly, the CGI wasn't as bad as most 90s movies. Flying cars, man. We should have already had it. <laughs> but um, we love it now, but I guess it is kind of a really weird movie if you think about it in context. I mean, kind of, yeah. It's Die Hard in Space. <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. That, it's Die Hard in Space. That, that's all, that's all it that's is. That's all I could think. Which, I'm not knocking it for it. No. I'm all for it. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, it's Die Hard in Space. Yeah. But he else want to negotiate? No? Okay. Yeah, yeah, for real. He might as well have had that thing duct taped to his back. But basic plot, you got good aliens who say they're going to protect the Earth. There's evil that comes with Mighty ducks. Yeah. Yes, the mighty ducks, the mighty space ducks. They uh, say, yeah, we're going to come back every few hundred years, check in on you, you know, every... Well, well because... because uh... What was it? It was uh, every 5,000 years or was it 50,000? Every 5,000 years, evil returns. All right. Yeah. So, so yeah, the aliens take this. So there's, there's, it's the fifth, the fifth element, right? Name of the movie. You got these stones. They're the four elements. And then this statue that looks like a dude with a lion's mane. Yeah. Which is the fifth element, which, you know, hint, hint, the fifth element is obviously you guessed it. 
basically it's a a, a living being. Oh, it was just a statue at that point. Well, yeah, but it's kind of clear. I don't know how that works. Okay, also, color palette of of the unending evil, the fact that it's just undying evil, that it will return every 5,000 years. This basically, it looks like a planet in the movie. This is Ganon, right? This is straight up Zelda <laughs> Ganon. That's what this is. Oh, your dogs. This dogs. Woof. The evil returns, and that's when you meet, like, like early in the movie, you meet Bruce Willis's character, one of my favorite action names of all time, Corbin Dallas. It's a ridiculous name. It sounds like it's the front half is Star Wars, the second half is just like an action hero. But I, I couldn't help but think to myself, you know, Will Smith, you, you meet him, he's waking up, he looks completely disheveled, he's answering Did a phone call, Will getting Smith? a cigarette, he's doing his... His did what? What did you say? Will Smith? Oh my god, I said Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, he Bruce answers Willis. his phone. He said, What's up? It's Arf. But uh, no, you yeah, you open up uh, the scene. Well, you are digging a hole for yourself. I buddy. am digging a hole for myself. You, you are, but all I can think to myself is, Why is he so good at playing just the most lovable bum? John McClane. Oh, yeah, well, John McClane, but but that's what he was. It's, He's a lovable bum. He's a bum. He really is. You know, you're introduced to his character. And basically what happens next is good aliens coming back to save humanity, get blown up in space. All that's left is the gauntlet of a space mighty duck. They reanimate it with 2020. With a a interesting 3D printer. Yes, with 2214 futuristic tech that you can basically re- uh, recreate a life from any source of living tissue. And that's where they recreate Mila Jovovich. And she's speaking. Uh, uh, but here's what? my question though. Like, was she originally a mighty duck looking person? So, okay. I had that. I, I had that thought in my mind of like these giant mighty ducks. What if they're all just like, underneath humans inside mighty duck suits yeah i was thinking like is it just a, a bunch of tiny chicks in these suits uh what's it called i mean she i don't know a lot of the things that she's been in resident really evil don't. resident evil yeah. resident evil resident evil monster hunter you know that resident i know evil. she's been more i know okay you done yeah sorry i actually like okay. those movies but, i know they're bad like but, you know <laughs> but anyway like she's really good as an actress. Yeah, she's very underrated. She's she's very underrated. Honestly, I feel I feel like uh, when I see any movie she's in in the early two thousands, I'm like, this is how we got Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson. Like that's the evolution of Mila Jovovich. Sometimes that's how I see it. But as Scarlett Johansson, well, I'm just saying because like like she feels. I feel she's the next Scarlett Johansson, or she's the old Scarlett Johansson. I'm saying that I feel like Scarlett Johansson, and like when you see her, like in Black Widow and different things, I'm like she can. She's kind of filling in that role now that Mila Jovovich used to fill in in the late '90s, early 2000s. But I prefer Mila. A redhead. Yes, yes. That's all. Yes, I only see color, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it's a redhead. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's another redhead in Hollywood. It's it's cool. Um, I really don't understand what you're saying. I, I guess I just don't see what you're saying, but okay. I'm just saying the never mind. 
Never mind. You know what? Yeah, man. It doesn't matter. You don't get me. You like you like her. I'm gonna good. finish. Well, yes, I definitely do. I'm gonna finish my rum. <sighs> Florida Kanye. Anyways, um, but yeah, so basically they gotta go to a cruise, space cruise, collect the stones. And they, they gave those stones to the the uh avatar lady. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna get to that, but basically I'm just saying summarize the plot. Get so yeah. Get stones. Get, it's, get the, it's all a race to get the stones. Yeah, it get the, get the well, elements. This planet just kind of hangs out for a second to yeah, you, you to build uh, intensity. Exactly. You get the get the elements. Then the the planet that is like basically the embodiment of evil goes. Oh wow, they got the elements. I'm mad now. I'm gonna charge to Earth where the only source that can kill me. And you get all the elements. With including the fifth one, which is Mila, you get them back to a temple in Egypt, and then you put everything together, and boom, you destroy evil. And now Bruce Willis gets to kiss Mila Jovovich in a pod. And the credits roll. All right, I think they were doing more than kissing in that pod, buddy. I actually thought the action sequences held up pretty well. They're pretty entertaining to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd agree. They not bad, not uh, terrible. Lots of interesting space guns, which, I mean, he had all of those guns, but he brought himself a little pistol through the whole movie, even though he even stole that interesting looking gun from the give me the cash guy. Okay, we have to talk about give me the cash first of all. So I was going to say, you're just skipping over give me the cash guy. I'm the one bringing up these cool characters and these interesting side ditties. That's why you're the co-host, all right? Make me the host? I'm not making you the host. But... Um, we have not mentioned the star of the show, my boy Ruby. No, God, <laughs> Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. I feel like when they were looking for this character, they were like, "Can you scream like a little girl?" And he was like, "Well, you tell me." And he screamed, and they were like, "Yeah." I it. I did not remember how much he screams. I mean, also he's just a JoJo character. Think that's all I thought. All I was thinking is like, <laughs> this is JoJo. I've never seen JoJo, and I don't care to ever see JoJo, but I've seen the memes, I've seen the hair, and I looked at, I saw him pop, come on screen, and I was like, oh, no. Boo! Boo! Out <laughs> <And> of my face! <laughs> so, so the two things that, that this movie has given me throughout the years is every once in a while, if I'm doing something and somebody's holding a flashlight for me, I will literally be like, Aziz, the light! And the other thing is, if I am done with somebody and they're just sticking around, I'll literally just be like, Bzzz. "Yes, I do that too. I do that. that. The one thing I remember from that movie for my whole life is definitely just." Um, what did you take away from this movie the most? And honestly, movie like after seeing it now, twenty twenty three, what do you think you would actually rate this movie? Like, or even if you don't want to give a number, like. How would you tell people? Like, would you be like, you got to, you got to see this movie if you haven't seen it? What's your thoughts on it? I would say it's definitely something that you should see. I would recommend it. Don't get me wrong, but um, I, I still, I wouldn't say anymore that it's like the greatest movie that I've ever seen or anything like that. But I still very much would put it on my shelf. I think that's a great way of putting it because especially with so much digital today i've noticed there are very few things i put on my shelf i put this on my shelf yeah. this is this is a very much so a movie that like we just watched it it's january 
if all of a sudden, you know, in March or even next month, someone was just like, I've never seen that movie. I have no problem just being like, dude, put it in. You got to watch this movie. I'll sit, I'll make some popcorn. Let me ask you this real quick before we finish up. When you think about this movie, what movie, other movie comes to mind? Oh, it's Die Hard 100%. That's the first movie. You want to know what comes to mind for me? What? You're not going to guess it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. What? The Mummy. You know, I... Okay, I can see that, but I think only because it's the same era. Because that is the same type of movie as this. It just bleeds of like late nineties action. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nineteen ninety-nine. So that makes me feel like we were robbed of seeing Bruce Willis and Brendan Fraser as like a, a buddy duo in an action movie. You don't think that's the thing? There's no way that's a thing. I would have seen that if that was a thing. Are you sure? Are you sure that's not a thing? Are you are you asking me because you know it's a thing? Are you just playing with me? No, I, I don't think it's a thing. I was just Yeah. Fifth element. Overall, it's just good. Solid movie, man. Solid movie. So I guess then this is the part where uh we have to tell you to come on back and check out future episodes of the short leash. Uh make sure to follow us on social media. Uh, our overlords, King David and Prince John, won't let us have our own social media or come out of our basements. But you, can you think I want my own social media? I don't even want to be here. Yeah, fun fact: Ben does not have social media, and he does not want social media. He's—I don't even know, want y'all to know my real name. I, I could totally just go by the chill. Y'all know too much about me as it is. Yeah, he's also like five five, actual height. Don't 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 tell me. Don't tell them that. You're not going to defend yourself and say your actual height, actual blood type, state of residence, zip code, nothing. I'll talk about how many girls we've dated. How how far do we want to go, Ruben? Why do you say we like we've like we had to like do we date the same one? Like you've dated anybody? I don't know. I was just a reflex, I guess. Of course I've dated. What are you talking about? Anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How many times have you been divorced? Mm-hmm.